Welcome back to episode 89 of the What's the Deal podcast. We have a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about a recent life update for me, Ash Wednesday, a little bit of a meditation on Lent. Thank you all for watching. All right, y'all, welcome back to episode 89 of What's the Deal. As you can see, I am back to where this all started in 2020. Height of the pandemic, What's the Deal releases with three episodes in, I think, September. We recorded them in here, in this closet. Now, there was no video at that time, but this is where we recorded them. So, back in the closet for this episode... Back here where it all started, and the reason for that is, it's been pretty pretty big week the past week. Um, second child is here. Came a little earlier than expected, but our second child, a baby girl, made her debut in quite a crazy and uh, dramatic fashion. Next week... Um, the full story will be told. So tune in for that. So if you want to hear the full story, I'm sorry to say, but you got to wait till next week. Right now, I just wanted to give a quick overview. Um, yeah, it was a wild story. It was crazy. Um, but baby is doing great. The sleeping arrangements for our two kids is kind of all over the place. So uh, I I was I was forced back here to be able to film so I can film quietly so my loud voice doesn't project and wake up two babies. That would be nightmare scenario for me. Nightmare scenario for me if I wake up the two babies uh, with my loud voice. Don't think producer Tanya would have liked that one bit. So I'm back here. Yeah, it's been a wild, wild week. Uh, I appreciate all of you who've reached out um, and sent your prayers, sent your well wishes. Uh, because it's been a great week. I'm a little bit like, you know, a little bit tired, a little crazy. My eyes are probably crazy, but that's all good. We still got to put out an episode. Um, okay. Jumping into our next topic. want to talk about what's going on with my head right here. As you can see, got a little ash, ash on my forehead. Um, filming this on Ash Wednesday. So yesterday, or depending on when you see this, you can see in front, you can see this two years from now. I'm filming this on Ash Wednesday, 2024, the first day of Lent. So that's why I have some ash on my forehead. I have oily skin, so by the end of the day, my ashes always were just like basically not there. So I feel like I can't really see it. I'm looking at the camera. Eh, it's still there a little bit. So Ash Wednesday's today. Lent starts today. Um, and, you know, Lent, Lent, I feel like has... Lent probably has the worst marketing of any, um, you know, season of in the world you know christmas season they got great marketing they got snow they got santa they got coca-cola um you know uh the summer season you know, they got barbecue hanging out on boats going to concerts and you know baseball games the lenten season i mean you're talking about cold bitter cold you know you're talking about not eating you're talking, you know, you're talking about simple f food you know sacrificing this is not a great brand for a season um at least not a great brand to get people all super excited about it. So, the you know, the Lenten season is here. And and one thing I wanted to talk about was um, some of my personal experience with self-denial. Denying the flesh, fasting. Um, 
fasting, particularly from food, fasting from things we like, like TV, internet, social media, fasting from drinks, you know, beer, coffee, alcohol. These are hard. These are hard, hard things to do. And they're scary. They're scary to do. But I've had some really great experiences actually with self-denial, denying my flesh. And I'm going to set it up like this. Because the question is, well, why would we fast? What difference does it make in our lives? Why do we have to do these things? Everyone's always looking for a answer or solution to those voices in your head. You know those voices. I know the voices in my head. That voice that kind of says you can't do it. Or, oh, this again. Or go, oh my gosh, they're treating me like this. Or, oh gosh, I'm going to hit the snooze. Or, can I really keep doing this? Or, yeah, I'm not good enough for that. I shouldn't even try. Why do I even bother that negative self-talk? That's, you know, the, the negative self-talk that sounds a lot like me, but, you know, lives in my head. I think we all know this voice. There's a negative self-talk. This voice that is just cluttering the, the highways in your brain, in your mind. And a lot of times we always wonder, well, how, how the heck do we get this voice out of our head? How do we get a better positive message in our heads? How do we actually do this? And, you know, there's a lot of great ways and, you know, um, you know, therapy and mentorship and talking about it and talking it through and having share groups or healing. But I will say this. Fasting from food, fasting in general, but fasting from food in particular, is a clear-cut and effective way to minimize the noise in your head. There's something supernatural that happens that when you deny the flesh and deny your senses, your mind gets more clear. And God can then work in your heart and in your mind. I know in my life, it's it's kind of like weird, weird, very scary threshold where it's like, oh, I, I don't want to deny myself food today. I don't, I, you know, I want to give in to food. I want to give in to my, my, my need to eat and survive. But when you deny the flesh, when I've denied the flesh, God's able to speak a hundred times more clearly. But the, the act of fasting really does let God speak more clearly to us. There's something happens when you deny your flesh that allows you to hear God more clearly, hear your own thoughts more clearly, and kick out that negative voice, kick out that negative self-talk voice, kick out that voice that's trying to put you down. Now, I believe there's great, um, you know, spiritual, you know, and obviously the Catholic reasons for this. Or I believe there's also, you know, great you know, there's a connection between God with this, but fasting is also not just like a biblical Catholic Christian thing. There are people all over the world who actually are like do pretty intense fasts for this very reason to clear their brain, to get a clear thoughts. So, you know, as Lent starts, it is so, so easy to look at it with like, oh gosh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do anything. What difference does it make? I should have did. Oh gosh, you mean I can't eat meat on Fridays? Every single Friday in Lent, guaranteed, you have the greatest breakfast sandwich with meat on it. And you're going to be about this close to your mouth where you're like, can't eat meat today. Happens without fail. Every single Friday in Lent, this tomorrow, 
Friday, the first Friday of the month, I will guarantee we have some sort of opportunity to eat delicious meat. Maybe it's smoked. Maybe it's brined. And it's going to look delicious. It's going to smell delicious. I'm going to be starving, guaranteed. And, you know, the question is, what difference does it make? Why would I actually do this? Why would I actually deny my flesh? Why would I deny myself? Now, as Christians, we also know that there's a very famous line of Jesus where he says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me. Deny himself. Self-denial. Denying the flesh is like a huge part of the spiritual battle. So I say this to myself, and I say it to you, and I've said it to other people. A lot of times, like, the spiritual life can be very, like, esoteric, very, like, confusing, very, like, abstract, very, like, oh, you know, there are uh, belief, cosmological beliefs and theories that Thomas Aquinas said, and then there's, you know, apostolic secession, and there, you know, there can be very, like, esoteric things about, like, how do we actually connect with God? I like tangible, I like those things, but I also like tangible and practical things. One of the most effective and tangible ways of connecting with God Hearing his voice more clearly is to fast from food, deny your flesh. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed to work. If you go into a fast intentionally and say, hey, I, I, you know, I'm not going to try to put any rules on this, but I want to hear you more clearly, God, and you deny your flesh, you will guarantee you will have some pain, but you will guaranteedly hear God's voice more clearly. And the negative voice in your head will get extracted from your mind. It's a guarantee and it's tangible. You can do it. And you can do it. It doesn't have to be this like, oh man, I have to go get a master's in theology to really understand some of the historical things that are happening in the Old Testament and how there's prophecies that are being, you know, raised in the New Testament. It's like, don't eat food tomorrow and you will hear God's voice. One of the ways. So I pass that along to you. I I know I've been convicted this Lent to, you know, um, really go into some intentional fasts. Um, not exactly sure how I probably should have like a schedule, uh, but, um, you know, I want to do some fast cause I want to, you know, deny my, deny my flesh and, you know, man, the flesh, you know, the flesh it's, you know, the kind of the last reason why I think fasting is so, uh, important and why it can be important in your life and why it could be powerful in your life. is because the flesh can be nasty. The flesh is always bringing me down. The flesh is so easy to get into every single day starts with an alarm going off and my flesh saying, stay in bed. It's like the first thought that happens. Alarm goes off, stay in bed. Why would you get up right now when you have this perfectly warm, inviting bed right here? Day every day after day starts off like that. But denying the flesh is a constant battle. But when what I've realized though is as as I've denied to have better practice in self-denial, better practice in denying the flesh, better practice in succeeding in it, it becomes easier over time and it builds momentum over time. The flesh, we have to kind of really, I think, be realistic about the flesh. Like the flesh is trying to tell us that we don't need to deny the flesh. The tr- the flesh is trying to tell us, hey, it's more comfortable if you did. You know, it'd be more comfortable if you did just give in to the flesh. So let's be careful about the flesh because it can be tricky. And, you know, the flesh is, uh, you know, it's not it's not the most trusted confidant. And that's all over the Bible. You know, the flesh is weak. The, you know, the heart is deceitful. And so, um, 
you know, I let, let me know if you guys have ever fasted, your experience with fasting. I'd love to hear your experience. I love hearing people's experience with fasting because I think it also can charge me up to do some fasts and um, just feel empowered by it and really like receive the benefits and grace from fasting and not just saying, well, what is the point of this? Why would I just, why would I deny myself this? But actually, hey, denying your flesh and fasting can help you hear God's voice more clearly and kick out that negative self-talk that lives in your head. So fasting, this Lent, you know, 40 days, 40 plus days. That's going to be it for me today. Um, Stay tuned next week for Crazy Birth Story. Um, It's it's really funny. It's really fun. You got to, you got to listen. You got to check in. Mark your calendars next Thursday. Um, for this birth story but uh um thank you all for all watching for checking in for listening sharing subscribing i appreciate you all so much hope you all have a great week start of a great lent if you're not doing lent you know you can still fast like we were talking about so um hope you're all doing great talk to y'all soon peace